1: level of guest on this show <laughs> just, just continues. It even surprises me. Oh my god. I mean <laughs> how low can we... go? No, It continues <laughs> to rise to such an impressive level. Mm. We're going to get the, just the bowels of
2: the yeah, internet. You know, the dregs. Go, the dregs of our own company.
1: Just go down and see if
2: anyone's begging for change. And then there was This guy. We bumped into this guy at the water cooler. <laughs> and we said, hey, Is
1: there a water cooler?
2: <laughs> and we said, hey buddy, we know
0: you ain't got nothing. Nothing
2: going on, Bruh, Fam, you
0: bored, right? <laughs> Come through. You guys uh, guilted me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you played to my most uh, sympathetic impulses, right? And I showed up at uh, what feels like a place where sometimes they shoot pornography. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sometimes. sometimes we be right now. Uh,
1: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the voice you're hearing is Pablo Torre, everybody. Hey! What's
0: good, Pablo? It is uh, a pleasure in all the ways to be here. Oh, It is. It is Speaking ho- of pleasure, back to that point. <laughs> <Okay.
2: run. laughs> I mean, I would say, you know, you said sometimes they film pornography here, but I would say sometimes they do a soccer podcast here, and the majority is pornography. (laughs) Also,
0: also, also explicit. I
2: mean, our podcast is just us
1: verbally filleting ourselves. Uh, Same. Nobody... Full disclosure, same. Nice, very
2: nice. Pablo, just, I just want to make sure, nobody, nobody turn on a black light (laughs) in this room. (laughs) Or Pablo Toro will find out. Uh, (laughs) Okay, we don't need that hard-hitting, investigative journalism, okay? All we do is hard-hitting in here. No, Journalism. Uh, <laughs> yeah, speaking of, it, for people who- sometimes
0: soft hitting. Yeah, sometimes it's
1: tasteful. It's tasteful. everything hard hitting <laughs> with consent, of course. Um, let's let's talk about because this brings up a good topic. Your podcast, probably Tor finds out. Also here on on the Metal Arc, Metal Arc Network. Um, you're always taking people down, bro. You're always <laughs> you're always deep diving into stuff. Does it, does it ever weigh on you, bro?
0: <laughs> My conscience is just racked with guilt. <laughs> what does Larsa Pippen think of me? <laughs> <laughs> it
2: keeps me up at night. You, how um, long did, find out has
0: has existed
2: for just a couple months and has already developed so many enemies. How is it yeah, even possible? Is that a lot of options? <laughs> yes,
0: uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is an enemy. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Marcus Jordan is an enemy. Larsa Pippen, aforementioned, is an enemy. huh. Um, I think a lot of people, um, who just aren't here for multi-syllable words also <laughs> <end up>. Yes. <laughs> Wait, is Marcus,
1: uh, the one who owns the store in Orlando, the speaker yes. store? So damn. Trophy room. So you're not getting the trophy room Jordan 1s or no, the whatever's coming next?
0: Um, there's, oh, by the way, the fact that you are aware of that is funny to me because I left that part out of the episode. There's a if I can make another enemy out of Marcus Jordan again.
1: Are you gonna talk about the backdooring? The, the... backdooring. Speaking oh, of pornographic. Yeah. Language, yeah.
0: Okay. The backdooring. <laughs> um, I fell into a. Lars ra-
1: is like they're talking about me again.
0: <laughs> but it's just uh, uh, the the backdooring of like so. Do you know this? Story? I don't know this. Story. Okay, so, so you would They got a very it.
2: exclusive sneaker.
0: Okay. Trophy
1: Room is a store. But obviously, the kid of Michael Jordan's kid owns it. He uh-huh. gets
0: he has he has a plug. It turns yeah. out. Yeah, okay. all
1: right. <laughs> so he gets to do a collab. On a Jordan. Okay. It becomes one of the most highly sought-after Jordans. And then, as this sometimes happens, let's say there was a cool Again Jordan that was coming out, maybe one or two would find its way out the back door. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Or out, out of a truck, and then they'd be posted online. Stock triple like, X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to keep this going the whole episode. But Whoa. in this case, I don't remember the number, but it was like, Hundreds of sneakers ah, okay. were found out. So backdooring <laughs> is when you know someone at the company gotcha. that can give it to you, so you you circumvent the uh, the auction got or it, the, got it, got it. the the lottery.
0: Yeah. So he was a villain in the world of sneaker reselling. Um, yeah. In ways that I did not appreciate. As a reformed uh, sneaker uh, <laughs> addict myself, um, I was I was reminded as to what it's like if. Michael Jordan's son was also allegedly a scammer. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And this pissed off so many people, and he still had to answer it to this day? Yeah. And I was so, shocked
0: you didn't bring it up. So, so uh, fair to criticize my journalism immediately, I understand <laughs> this. Um, I was just
1: shocked because it seemed such like a,
0: no, a, my a comments, topic with the, so much. the comment. so there was a lot that I had to leave out of that episode, and it is funny that like, the episode in which we, for people who aren't familiar with uh, my journalism, um, we did an episode about Marcus Jordan and Lars Pippen uh, falling in love, mm-hmm. two crazy kids in a mixed up world, you, um, it it you to know from the
1: names though, it's two players, <laughs> it's the former wife and the son, uh, former wife of Scotty Pippen and the son of Common Michael Jordan. Common meet yes. you. Yeah, yeah, you. It's Romeo and Juliet
0: yeah. if it took place in another unreleased episode of The Last Dance. Right. Um, and if Juliet
2: was a MILF.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but still had it. But- <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You guys could have been helpful on this episode. No, there are avenues you need we did consulting. Explore. You we're always here. I do
1: love the fact that you're like, which way should we go with this? Let's talk about the mill.
0: <laughs> so so um, they agreed to come on the show. So yeah. we did, they have a podcast, shout out to their podcast, Separation Anxiety. Mm-hmm. I, sh- I should plug their show. Um, we listened to all of it and we did like a deep textual analysis of it, in which we mostly laughed. At its absurdity, and then we invited them to come on the show, and they agreed. Yeah, and which which seemed very cordial. You guys, yeah. So I thought it was cordial. I was of the impression that we gave them space and uh, a wide berth to sort of discuss potentially a wide berth. She wanted (laughs) to have kids by him at some point. Um. So all of that, I was like, great. This feels like a thing where I found out a lot that I didn't expect to know, like how. There actually is uh, a sincerity to their love. There is. Yeah. I'm not here to say I that. I believe it too. Yeah, Yeah, you listen to them and you're like, they are spending so much time together that if they were faking this, they are the greatest method actors. 100%. On planet. At this point. At early this point. on,
1: you're like, well, oh, come on. And now you're like, oh, all right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so
0: we met them. We got along. And then uh, weeks later, I guess, there's a headline in the New York Post in which Lars Pippen had called me miserable. Um, which I thought was, um, on some level, deep inside, um, very cutting. <laughs> you thought she was spot on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hmm. Damn. How, how are you in my Damn. conscience? Damn. Uh, but beyond that, I was like, oh, I thought, I thought, I thought I was going to be invited to the wedding. Yeah. Right. Right. And now it seems clear that I am, uh, I'm shadow banned. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, uh,
2: I guess the context of it was that there was conversation after the interview was over
0: that they didn't like. We did a post-mortem uh, in which we discussed what we learned. Yeah. And we, well, an okay. Epi- it was an epilogue. It was, it's a it, comment. Yeah, but it was also like, and, and in the run-up to it, like, what we did was we said, here's how we authentically feel about this. Yeah. Right. It feels like Marcus Jordan to us, based on uh, my own reporting and listening to the, uh, to, to their podcast, uh, was somebody who was always trying to get the attention of his dad. Yeah. And this is not a surprise to anybody who's ever um, heard Michael Jordan say anything, right? That that guy is not exactly um, somebody who is deeply invested maybe in the interior lives of his children. He went into the Hall of Fame and on the dais famously said that he didn't, want to be his own kids because that seems hard. Yeah. yeah. Um. He also
1: cooked the guy who beat him in high school. Yes. He was just he invited the guy and cooked. I mean this is a correct vicious human being. Yes, so he kind of roasted
0: his own kids, roasted his enemies who are you know, specs relative yeah. to him. And then he, he also flew
1: the men to cook them.
0: <laughs> he flew a man to uh, to the Hall of Fame um, in Springfield, Massachusetts. And then he also As complained. As it could
1: get worse, it was in Massachusetts. <laughs> correct.
0: Um, and he also complained about how they raised the ticket prices on him because he's Michael Jordan, and now he has to pay even more to get these people he hates. Yeah, yeah. In the audience for this thing. So anyhow, <laughs> he's we like sort of next level hater dude. Connected the psychoanalysis of like what it must be like to be Michael Jordan's kid and like why look, and we're not. Dr. Freud, but we did attempt some amateur psychoanalysis of like, okay, so what's here for Marcus? What's here for Larsa? Um, And certainly beyond attention, there's also just this notion of how can they be um, the main characters in a story that they never got to be anything more than a sort of like fleeting sidekick in? And this was their way? And uh they called me miserable because I pointed this out. I I, yeah, exactly. You've yeah.
2: you've done the work, you've been to you've been to therapy a couple times, and so right. they're like, oh okay, no, we don't have the us. <laughs> don't make, don't make us go to therapy by virtue of you no, having right. I'm
0: told parents
2: are important in therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, we- you're weaponizing up. therapy speak. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's what you're doing. I am absolutely guilty of that. That is totally <laughs> fair. So stolen valor. Therapist stolen valor. So look, a lot um, on the show. you know, like we said up top,
2: we are uh, I act let, I can speak for myself. I you I don't even know I don't know your age. I I think we're fa- fairly similar in age. We both have very smooth. Yes. Yeah, yes. Brown skin. We're yeah. both uh, just very young Asian people. People think <laughs> yeah. I'm Asian. People they, th- people think I'm Filipino I have, all the time. I was gonna say I have Asian in me. Right? Uh,
1: right now. <laughs> no. uh, <laughs> you can zoom in on me going, No. This is the guy. Uh, <laughs> get off of Pablo's
0: For those who are just listening to
2: this.
0: I'm using Christian, his microphone. Christian you are see, saying
2: The problem is, is that you started the show with making a porn joke. And now that, that, that's the game that, the next the 45 episode. minutes, uh, that will be I weaved in. This, this, this is your this. own I, 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 I lubricated yeah. all of
1: this. Larsa <laughs> was 100% right in back to I have I have a, some Asian heritage. What do you got? He does it. What do you got? Uh, turns out my great-grandfather found this out when my grandmother was going through dementia. My great-grandfather, Chinese. Whoa. A lot of Chinese okay. people in Cuba.
0: Love to find a secret about my ancestry through dementia. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: I found out my grandfather had a dog, and we're like, oh, we didn't know that. And he goes, yeah, we had to go to the doctor and take care of it. And we were like, oh, because he got sick? And my mom's like, no, no, he went to the doctor and got poisoned. To kill the dog, and we were like, "What? We're like, this is what you did in Cuba?" Met, when
2: the dog got old, I'm like, "This met, is why you it don't share this." It was a different, different time, yeah. right? <laughs> but take care of it like it's mafia style. Take care. of it. You put a hand on your own dog. <laughs> you take care. That's the, that's how I was raised. No loyalty, <laughs> only money. Uh, I remember my grandfather
1: in his deathbed saying, "Fuck bitches, get money." <laughs> and I said, "Wow, I'm wearing loyalty." Uh, I didn't even know you knew English. Uh, no, I, I have. I'm part Chinese, a very small part. But I love I'm part it. Chinese. He's not. Everyone thinks he's doing. Yeah, like,
2: uh, Hawaiian, yep. Filipino, yep. Polynesian. Yep. I get it all the time. All it. Uh, it, it it usually always depends what part of the country I'm in, which where people guess sort of like what what Asian their type of used to seeing <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um. But uh, no. I have been uh, such a huge fan of you, and it feels like uh weird because I, I we're kind of in similar in age. Yeah. That where I feel like I grew up watching you. That, I know it makes people feel old when you, you say that. Oh, man.
1: He said it like it was accusatory. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How <laughs> dare you make me watch But you? I grew up with uh, Around the Horn and, and PTI and, and just watching you on ESPN for so long that you feel like like just having you at this table with us is like, Crazy. oh, it's one of my cousins. I just wish came I could mute you. <laughs> right? Yes.
0: Um, I have long been. Um, so I started doing TV on ESPN. Um, I got hired at ESPN in 2012. Yeah. And it is 2020, fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> 2024. Um. So for a dozen years, I have been, uh, ethnically confused as well, mm-hmm. or right. other things mm-hmm. on television. And what I've learned is people are like, why does this? Why does this Chinese guy have a Mexican name? Yeah. And vice versa on 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 Twitter and in the street. Sometimes. Yeah. Um. What I've learned is that uh, I think this table, all three of us, are just going to be what like all of planet Earth looks like in like. 500 years. Without yeah, doubt. 100%. percent are going to go all, all mixed up together, and it'll come out looking like this. Words yeah. For people who are
1: <laughs> – I know I confuse <laughs> people. Preview. Like, if I go to a Spanish bodega, they're like – If I go to a Yemeni bodega, there's a lot of Yemeni bodegas by me, they'll be like, Habibi? when I walk in and if I go to the Dominican spot they're like es un habibi you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're not they're always, also not sure they're always certain it's habibi <laughs> and I'm like oh yeah they're like hey man, oh, yeah, and they try to give me shots from behind the from behind the counter it's a lot of fun bodegas but yeah we're all kind of like ambiguous no one knows yes. who we are but a lot of people must just assume you're Latino
0: Of course, all the time. Yeah. And it doesn't help. I mean, my name is fucking Pablo Torres. Like, (laughs) it's really hard for me to be like indignant. You should
1: just carry like a pandesal with you everywhere you go. So here's
0: the trick. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It doesn't help, though, when pandesal is Filipino bread. And, like, and, and it literally is Spanish. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Spanish nouns are all over Tagalog, which is the main dialect of the days of the, of the, the week are the same as in Spanish. Yeah, fork yeah. is tenedor, like, all yeah. of this shit. Yeah. And it doesn't help also that um, I took Spanish in high school and college. And so I can speak shitty Spanish, <laughs> yeah. and so I can begin to hold a conversation that I then find myself feeling like, uh, you know, Wily e. Coyote during where I'm just like, yeah. I got okay. Now we've reached the point where I'm about to fall into this canyon. Yeah, you're and like I, I got just, nothing.
1: I just feel like at some point you just gotta. If someone says, "Are you Mexican?", you just be like, "See." Yeah, and just own it for the rest of the we all, uh, we, all
2: <laughs> we all have the same colonizer so it bonds that's right. us yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right or whatever but this is the, the thing that I, I think why why it always resonated just watching you on tv is that there's a there's a little bit of like you know i don't see many people in this space that look like that and are also not only you know not only just doing a great job at their job but the the nature of like around the horn which is like inherently competitive.
0: Yeah. Taking
2: sports journalism and saying, All right, battle it out, folks. And Look, we're not nerds only. We also can <laughs> compete.
0: We can also ruin
2: democracy yeah. by inspiring so,
0: competitive talk show yeah. arguments. So, I, I, much.
2: I have a couple questions, just a, a, the nature of like around, around the horn, because I I love the the the, uh, the point aspect and who knows what points matter and and who uh, what uh, the value of anything. But there must be some joy in winning, right? Yeah. And I don't know. I, look I'm not accusing anything. I'm not I don't I don't think it's predetermined. I think it's all random. Are oh, you calling them WWE? Or? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm saying is that the, the the final the final segment when the winner gets there yes. and gets the podium and gets yep. to speak FaceTime. time. It, it it feels I'm like how do they nail it so perfectly all the time? You know so that's why in my mind I'm like is it did they rehearse that? Is there a teleprompter? Is or are it, there like three people with ending monologues that they don't get to use? <laughs> right, right. <That's> right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, so
2: you don't even, you don't have to give the game away if that's the case. No, no, but- no it,
0: it's it's something that we all take pride in. I think because the thing we hate the most as people who do that show is when we gotta retape something because somebody fucked up. <laughs> okay, oh. because it is taped, but it's live to tape. Yeah, and yeah. so the premise of like what we're really as much as it is. And, and to be clear, I am winning for me. I'm winning for the ability to have 30 seconds unencumbered that I can just say whatever, I mean, within reason, Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I, whatever I want. Thank God you didn't become a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I get to talk by myself. <laughs> 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 Every show would be an hour when you <laughs> was friend or not. Straight up, straight <laughs> yeah. up. Uh,
2: Tony, uh, Tony giving you yeah. the reality, yeah. giving you the light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Just deeply masturbatory yeah, uh, in all of those ways. Um, but in, in this case, um, it's also just the pressure of, we have we've had we, we have a clean sheet. You know we're like oh we're like no mistakes. We're rolling. Like don't mess this up for everybody. Else. Right, right. Yeah. And so I think there is the pressure comes from that. Gotcha. Of like I don't want to be the guy who's forcing everybody to stay late today because gotcha. he could not articulate his take on why Japanese toilets are superior <laughs> in a allotted thirty seconds.
2: They really are.
0: They man. really are. I,
2: I went to Japan a couple years ago in 2019, and uh, I mean, just the Everything about the experience of going into... a lot of buttons. There's a lot of buttons. You don't think there's going to be buttons. There's buttons.
0: There are so many buttons. <laughs> yeah. um, it sings to you. Yeah. Some of them. Mm-hmm.
1: And the plastic cladding is is like, uh, am I allowed to sit on this? Is he going <laughs> to eat me if I sit on this thing?
0: <laughs> and it's warm. Yeah. 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 I got it. So I, I, this is a real FaceTime I gave, but it was... I got a Japanese toilet seat. Um, like a bidet At attachment. I, yeah, At yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to Toto. I am still... Holding up for a sponsorship. Um, I do want that Asian in my in that area. Um, and it's it's. Look, I have a couple of basic theories about. about how I spend my own hard-earned money from sports gas bagging. Right. Um, the things that I use the most, my couch that I sit on every day. Um, I, I got a nice couch. This toilet, man, it just makes my life easier right. and better. And I just want to appeal directly. work <laughs> with cameras. All way. the cameras. <laughs> Um, get a stream of water shot into your butt, <laughs> <laughs> and thank me later. I think that's the closest. Yeah, with show. zero context, uh, everything else stand by I mean. it. I, you, you by
1: also- the way, Taku Sando, an incredible sandwich shop in Greenpoint, has a Japanese toilet in the So bathroom.
0: the restaurants that have this, I I could not be more impressed.
1: It's but it's a Japanese spot. They make the milk bread themselves. It's mm. absolutely incredible. I walk in the bathroom. I said, Oh, they did the whole thing. <laughs> They went. They went the. the whole, whole, they went the, the extra mile. Right, right, yeah, right. They cut off the crust. <laughs> yeah.
0: And they put those different pressures. Yes. Just as you like them. I can't understand. A, a mm. one, any of
1: the buttons on
3: there. I gotta use Google Translate. It yeah. is
0: dangerous. Yeah. Sometimes you sort of like press the wrong button, and it's like, oh, this is the ladies' button. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like I'm okay. being sprayed in the wrong area. <laughs> and yet I'm enjoying. Yeah, it. yeah.
1: But you know what? Could have also used a little cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So,
3: so who's the else?
1: I, know, I, know. I don't know what to do with this tampon it just shot at me but the rest of it i'm okay with you use it to, in uh, in uh, is this the dumbest show you've ever done no, this As is this someone is, who
2: graduated from harvard this is
0: squarely inside
2: of my interests honestly <laughs> perfect so. you use the word uh gas bagging yeah and uh, it's when, a Levitar- when you were just speaking there it's uh, obviously a levitard on brand uh for the Lev- levitard and friends network um I, so we've done Levatore Chastise t- as a,
0: well. Hey. Le- <laughs> as <laughs> I a remember I, As a listener and I think a fill in host, when you guys joined the show, Dan's show, and when I was listening to it, um, how has that been? Okay, this is great. Let's air it out, all yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, please. Well, because-
2: I- been a topic of conversation with a couple people at, at Metal like because some people uh, listened to it. Some people were in the room when it happened. Um, some people were complicit. <laughs> <laughs> so we've done Levitar show twice. One when you were guest hosting yes. and one when uh, Dan was there. And we were talking about the uh, Women's World Cup. And all the kind of controversy with the US national team. And when. Uh, and to
1: give some background, I think we were both very excited to be on this show. It's, Finally, it is, with Dan. It is an honor.
2: For multiple
1: reasons. I think just career wise, it was important for Christian and I, but also yeah. Cuban American, yeah, yeah, Cuban American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. Christian was very excited. When Christian gets excited, you could see it, you could feel it. He's, Bro. Al- he's
0: also kind of our boss. Yeah, without <laughs> yeah. a
2: doubt. Yeah, a little bit. So little bit. Yeah. I didn't realize I was walking into a performance review. But, <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I was just there to talk about soccer and stuff. Ooh. But that the the term gasbag came up. I'm I go on this long winded uh, speech or diatribe. You were yipping on that episode, to be honest. But be- because yipping. because Dan threw out the question about you know uh, you know essentially like the U.S. women's national team kind of riling up people and getting people upset to by to give
1: some context. He you he asked the question. You started talking. Dan walked off set.
2: And then came back and you were still answering, <laughs> <laughs> but this, but it was a serious issue because you know Rapino was getting uh, yeah, uh, yeah, criticized with yeah, yeah. all, all Layers and, to that. And then his response after he walked back in, from, while you're talking, from the bidet that he just used, <laughs> the Japanese toilet keeps just jumped off camera. <laughs> you would think it would be calmer.
1: So. God bless that uh, yeah. specific bidet. Just <laughs> holding a tampon, like what am I supposed to do with these? I gotta figure out these buttons. And, and then he said, "Oh, Christian, you're kind of a gas. No, no, he bag. goes, "Alexis, what's the, like working with this gas bag. I mean. Which is even more disrespectful <laughs> to aim at me. Or just I'm just on a Zoom call trying to have a good time. And Pablo, you may remember this. I stood, I stood on business, bro. right. I stood that's right. ten toes and defended my home. Let's go. Cool. Yep. How'd but, that go? I don't care if it's your boss or not.
2: <laughs> Nobody disrespects my podcast <laughs> But you, as someone who was also called the gas bag. Yes. Um, I guess,
0: you know, how 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 do you handle it? That is a show. We can say this now. In, in, you know, enough time has passed. We can be truthful about what it's really like to go on Dan's show. Um, they're bullies. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So, no, but in, in a way that, like, part of it's just weird. So, I, I see it all through the lens of like me explaining to my mom, like, okay, so um, I'm going to give up Disney healthcare to work for the man. Who made fun of the fact that my wedding had a black tie dress code yeah, 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 yeah. before it happened? That he was invited. To it. <laughs> and it was like this asshole. Like really? I remember the first. What was th- he upset that you didn't write flat brims optional?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what was he upset about? <laughs> of all people uh, judging How right. people <laughs> dress yeah. Good god
0: He said do not serve this man It was a generic yeah. picture of a guy Dressed like a skateboarder yeah. right, right. <laughs> and Dan was very offended There's
1: just someone dropping an Amex black card At a Miami wearing, wearing Tchotchke a... store Wearing <laughs> the finest bowling shirt yeah. <laughs> The V-neck bowling shirt Where'd you find it Dan?
0: <laughs> Dan uh, is dressing better lately because I think he has now been bullied sufficiently. Yeah, by the yeah, way, yeah. As yeah. no, a result is part of, of, <laughs> being part of who he is. Yeah. Um, but uh, I remember the first time I ever went on. I think it was. Yeah, I was doing. I was working at ESPN the magazine. Dan was at ESPN hosting the show, um, still at the mothership, and I was doing a profile of Canelo Alvarez for ESPN the magazine, mm-hmm. and it was the Floyd Canelo fight. And so another writer had Floyd Mayweather. And I had Canelo. And we were going to do for the magazine, like, these two sort of, like, alternate covers. And so we were on assignment together, covering two different camps. And Dan decided to have us both on simultaneously. And he was alternating between us, me and Tim Kewen, who's a great writer, really good writer for ESPN the magazine. And Tim, his question for both of us was, like, give me the five most interesting things in your story, same. And Tim, I'll remind you, is covering Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. I'm covering Canelo. Yeah. We've established I don't really speak Spanish. Right. He doesn't really like speaking in general. And so Tim is coming at, he's coming at the show with all of these great stories and nuggets. And I got nothing. And I realized, oh, You're like, Dan, he's,
1: he's a redhead.
0: Yeah. Uh, Did you know that they're a redhead in Mexico? <laughs> Next I, question. I said that five times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was there to be put in the dunk tank. And I was just like, oh, that's what this show is. Yeah. Like. yeah. I'm not being set up to succeed. <laughs> He's testing me. We're fodder. Yeah. Yes. We are merely toys for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I decided to work for that guy. Is yeah. the spoiler alert? End of that Because now story. you can
1: never be asked a question like that again. Because we're on
0: the show, That's right. as opposed to a guest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh,
2: look, I wasn't. Uh, after we were done recording, we, uh, we chatted about it, and we kind of, kind of
0: laughed it off. Um, it's a rite of. I mean, in it, all seriousness, it is a rite of passage. I would say that everybody that I am friends with who does that show, um, or has ever done that show, we all have a story in which we sound like the worst version of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Because we are trying to impress Dan and a show that is mostly there to just fuck with us.
1: You never realize how imposing it is to have, what I think, 35 guest hosts or or (laughs) co-hosts? Until they flip the camera there and each of them have something they want to (laughs) about. What is this <laughs> scenario? It's the exact opposite of a pep rally. Whatever the exact opposite of a pep rally is, is that. I was like, good God, there's so many people waiting to, t- to, is, to shit on us. It, <laughs> it is weird because
2: you go into it being like, you know, oh, man, I've watched Dan uh, you know, for the last... 15, yes. 20 years. Yeah, and up like, to him. and, and I'm like, like, bro,
1: this guy, Cuban, he's also from up here. I'm like, oh, Red. this is, there's not that many Cuban Americans. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a cakewalk. And it was no, no cake. There was no cake.
2: There was no cake, sir. No. Uh, there was no cake. We ran out of cake. Here's some jelly deal. <laughs> well, and this is the main thing. Look, it's an honor, obviously, uh, getting to uh, be a part of Metal Ark Media and and work in this space. And, and look, it, dream come true for us, right? Um, Absolutely. The, the fascinating thing is that we are Comedians who love soccer. You walk into, you say the word soccer in that room, everybody's like, okay, what's all right? No, nah, I don't know. Stugatz is just gonna be. He puts, he shuts Even off Mike the Even Mike Bryan Ruiz pretends he doesn't know the sport. When he <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't what? want to be the only one. You're out on the. And Mike
2: Ruiz is a diehard yeah. soccer su- supporter. Absolutely. and fan. So, um, I, I do want to talk about soccer a little bit and your connection to the sport. Yeah. Obviously, you know, uh, working at ESPN, I imagine uh, you've been uh, uh, coerced into having to cover this Absolutely. sport from time to time. Absolutely. And, <laughs> and, you know, it must be difficult and challenging. I can see the pain in your eyes
0: <laughs> when we bring up the word soccer. <laughs> it was a really hard time. In my um, so, well, in general, yeah, what's for real? your connection no. to the sport? Uh, so, okay. So, it starts when, so I, pl- I played uh, like, you know soccer on the weekends at like a little uh, Manhattan kickers yeah. Yeah. So I was I was there um, I was there uh, playing terribly. Um, I remember uh, having braces and getting a ball kicked into my mouth. And having oh. my lips and my mouth fuse with my braces, wow. and I was like, this mm. sport is you not think, for when, me. I, when you
2: said braces, I'm like, oh, he scored two goals in yeah, game yeah, yeah. No, a game. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I had no. braces <laughs> yeah. that uh, psychologically damaged me. <laughs> yeah. um, so there was that as my most, uh, my most vivid, visceral. Um, Did you ever ask, like, memory. are there any
1: Filipino legends in the game, and <laughs> then realize no? It <laughs> seemed pretty
0: clear. Yeah, it seemed. I didn't yeah. even need to look it up. It seemed pretty clear that there weren't. Yeah. Um, but. When I was at ESPN, uh, and I, by the way, so I should say my favorite video game of all time is FIFA. Mm. Right, right. It, and I say that not because I like nerd out on like, oh man, like I love, I love using uh, my favorite player. Uh, like I'm, contr- I, I love inhabiting his his body. It's not bad. <laughs> right, right. It's just that I find it, uh, it's the best. It's really the best video game to get like lightly stoned and play. Um, it's meditative. It's like ping pong, weirdly, yes, just constant sir. motion. You can get into a sort of flow state. It's the best. And multiplayer with friends is the best. Um, so that was my pretext for the assignment I got. Um, it was the Brazil World Cup. And I went to Brazil for five weeks and covered the World Cup. Incredible. And I wrote columns and I was there for uh, a long time. Um, solo in the in the era when I could just tell my then girlfriend, now wife, like, I'm gonna be in Brazil for a long time. And she was like, this is a weird job. you like, no, it's the yes. World Cup, I swear. Uh, you could Google it this time. This time you could Google it. Definitely. Uh, were you based in Rio or? I covered, I mean, they had me flying literally every two to three days. So I went to Manaus, went to the that Amazon. That was the one in like the middle of nowhere. Yeah. That's I w- a
1: bus depot now. Did you know that? That, that stadium? That, that, that tracks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I went to, and I was booking hotels myself, which I think I was not supposed to do, but I was like on like. Expedia or whatever like booking Brazilian hotels in Manaus and Brasilia and Rio and all these places Um, but Manaus I remember I booked a hotel and I was like let me see what's on the grounds of this hotel and I walk behind the hotel and there's just a cage with a jaguar in it (laughs) and like no one else is around and I'm like I should probably just not be the only person here. <laughs> yeah, 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 Next yeah. to this, you sure you weren't at the Qatar World yeah. <laughs> Cup?
1: You sure you weren't in a Saudi princess <laughs> estate?
0: It was, it was an amazing time, though. It I'm really sure. was. It really, it was one of the. I mean, I had never been on assignment like that, and my main mandate was not to like provide soccer analysis. It was to like write columns about the scene and the characters, and yeah. so in that way, like as and it was for like. Clearly, like, it was – my columns were meant to be for, like, the American audience. And so I wrote like, 20-something columns and just churned out shit. And it was I, – I embedded with, like, a bunch of, like, England fans as they were um, – I, I – I, so these are all people, these characters that you guys know intuitively. It's like, oh, they're like this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I did not realize, like, oh, you guys – like, this whole singing thing is real. Oh, yeah, Oh, yeah. This whole dressing up as a knight – and just, like, celebrating the sadomasochism of what it's like to be the place where uh, football is never coming home. I'm yeah. just like, yes, now I get this. This is a great story. So just finding stuff like that. I mean, it was, it was a total delight, and I retained zero soccer knowledge on the back end.
1: I was going to say, it seemed like you really kind of got a chance to understand the story. I was immersed.
0: I was immersed, and um, I wish I could say that um, I had more, like, analytical expertise as a result of watching that much soccer. Like, but no, is he hanging I, out with drunk Brits? Absolutely. <laughs> and like trying to figure out, is that Rihanna? <laughs> and it was at the final. I was Amazing. like, yo. Yeah, there's, I there's... sat next to a guy. I sat next to a guy. This is speaking of the Hispanic Latino diaspora. I sat next to a dude um, at the World Cup final. who worked for ESPN Brazil, okay? His name was Pablo Torres. <laughs> Love <it. Whoa. laughs> And we only realized this like maybe like, a quarter of the way in, yeah, and it was just like, "What are the odds?" <laughs> yeah, man. Statistically, it turns out a lot higher than I realized. <laughs> yeah, I was
1: gonna say, there's like a billion of both of you. Know? <laughs>
0: there's
2: a player uh, that plays-
1: his name was also John Smith. Believe <laughs>
2: that. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, who plays for Hidona
0: Now I believe yes. you know, Pablo Torre. Pablo, yeah, so Torre. That's that's an episode that I am working on. Okay, um, to to be a little coy about it. Um, Cause I don't know how I feel about him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. uh, you know, I guess we're Fuck. gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I can't wait to see this. That's right. That's so right. The, the the doing that job, you know, I look us as you know, I guess experts in in the game. Even though you know, some people may not consider us. I consider you guys experts. Thank in, you. A, in a very unironic, sincere way. <laughs> no, <laughs> Thank we you. we are deeply embedded uh, in the game, and and it is, you know, just like some journalists are watching. Uh, A couple different sports a day, certain games. Like, the NFL playoffs, I'm like, if I might catch six, seven minutes of it. I'm like, oh, I see Jason Kelsey taking off his shirt. I'm like, okay, let me tune in. I guess something's going on over there. Um, But with soccer, it is always on. I'm always looking. The the Mob app is always open. I'm like, what game is going on? Always paying attention to it. My
1: wife is like, another game? It's just constantly (laughs) Yeah, the
2: the sport does not stop. It's always being played somewhere in the world. So, the... The way I think a lot of American soccer fans um, get frustrated. I mean, maybe the people who are like the uh, experts. I guess I'm sure there's another word for expert, but the people who are deeply embedded in the game, when they see journalism from the perspective of like let let let's show Americans what's happening here, we we get a little bit like we feel it's like oh, aren't, we a, aren't we above this? Can we move forward and in? in Treating us with like kid gloves, and and let's talk about the sport in a very um, may, maybe it doesn't have to be exactly the way it is in in Europe, but I think that's the I guess that's my question. It's like, is it fun to do that kind of work of like to talk to the American audience like they're children, to so so to speak?
0: Yeah, no, it's it's I feel you. I mean, there's a I think there's probably a parallel to like uh, to you know to music in that way where it's like ah this thing I love. Which I feel like is successful, respective of, irrespective of whether you mainstream, whether the MSM, <laughs> whether the elite media right, right, right. cares that I uh, that that this band is super popular globally. You know, like the fact that the you're describing the conflict of I want people to treat us as legitimate on our own. We don't want to be condescended to, but we also want to be included. Right, and I think that is. Uh, that's that's hard. That's hard. I mean, look, the reality of like general sports talk television is it's a mile wide and an inch deep, right? So you're covering a million things and it's meant to sort of Don't simulate I know this. It's, meant to <laughs> it's it's that's a weird fetish, man. Um, <laughs> uh, it's specific. <laughs> and
1: there's dozens. Of
0: us. <laughs> um but yeah, but there is there's a certain um like unavoidable shallowness to it. And then what you just hope in general is that you uh, don't embarrass yourself, and it turns out that it's harder than it seems sometimes. <laughs> mm,
1: don't I know that from this
2: weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, so uh, this is a... I wanted to bring this up and just to get your response. I'm I am i am sure you've addressed this. Uh, you yes. have addressed this, but this is uh this is a very out of context clip that I'm gonna play of of uh, pardon the interruption yes. on ESPN. You and I mean the legendary Tony Kornheiser, uh discussing. Uh, Messi Lionel Messi playing in Major League Soccer and when i think soccer i don't think Tony Kornheiser <laughs> and look in i'm not going to play it but in the before this this moment Tony Kornheiser is very adamantly saying he is not a soccer guy he is not interested he's also annoyed by people who are re- who really love the sport he is so
0: Kornheiser <laughs> is extraordinary and i respect this and and we should all do this i should do more of it He's just very transparent yeah. about like what he likes and dislikes, and what he knows and doesn't know. And me in this clip, which is I can see in the runtime, way too short to do me justice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we chose. Why we chose. Very good.
0: It's revenge. So- your exact revenge on Lebatard on yeah. me. I get it. Um, well, but- listen to this. You gas man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so here's a. This is just a five second moment, but everybody will understand what's going on when, when you hear
0: it. Because Leo Messi has done this. Everywhere he did this in the Premier League. And there it is. (laughs) We don't need to play the whole clip. Uh. So, so here is what (laughs) happens after this: is that I wily coyote myself, and I realize, oh, not true. And so, what I said was, of course, like in the Champions League. I mentioned the Champions League explicitly. Yes, he's gone to these buildings and beaten these teams.
2: Definitely. Humiliated Premier League club. Yes. And so, and
0: so, and again, when I say that I like fucking saw uh, Messi play at the World Cup final, and I, when I say that I've like, of course, when I, I realize now that like the other time I saw Messi, I was eating chicken fingers, so not the greatest <laughs> defense of me. Which is, but the point is, before you break that shit, you missed a pretty famous goal. <laughs> the point is, I knew what I was doing. I play FIFA. It's not like, <laughs> So if we can just get into this. Yeah. So I, this I, yes,
2: this is uh, when Messi it finally
0: arrives. So I went to go see Leo Messi. So I was like, I was in Miami. Mike Ryan, um, of course, like uh, Inter Miami booster, mm-hmm. <laughs> allows me to sit with him, field level, mm-hmm. and just for people who don't understand what it's like, to, I've never been to this uh, to this building. It feels like a temporary, almost like. Temporary World Cup in Brazil kind of yeah, building. Right, where it's right. Like this is someone was apologetic on the way, and they're like, "This is not what it's going to be like."
3: Yeah, like, <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> when are,
1: right, cool. are we taking the scaffolding down? <laughs> no, that is the building.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So I walk in, and I am surprised, given this uh, description on the front end, that they have an an excellent spread, food wise. Oh, okay, I'm starving. I had just gotten off work. And so, uh, I guess what you'll play here is what happens after I decide <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, which
1: I'm sure all of our fans, and listeners, and viewers know. But I mean, what an absolute this
2: movie! W- I mean, this is this was this is Messi. the game against Cruz Azul, right? Just to confirm. Yes. do you
0: remember this game? Yeah. This okay. was, I believe, the it was the home
1: opener, mm-hmm. or the his no, debut, was, home, his debut. His, his home debut, home debut. Yeah, so the game against. Cruz and Azul. you think to yourself, imagine Messi scores a goal in his home debut and he just so happens to do it. We're gonna show this. <laughs> so, and, okay. and then we'll see what you were doing, in that, so this the is, combination we is We all remember the free kick, it was,
2: it was unbelievable. It was a great moment, and it was a, uh, an incredible start to cry. MLS career. <laughs> <laughs> Beckham <laughs> cried. The Beckham family was in tears. They, everybody couldn't believe what they saw, and this is the moment after the goal was scored.
0: So you can see the smoke and stuff. Yeah, everyone's celebrating. Pablo's- <laughs> you can see, there are like clips in which you see me burst out from that like eating area because it's like a, a sweet thing. And so a sweet, sweet, um, both terms valid here. Um, I throw the door open because I was watching this happen, literally holding a plate of chicken fingers, watching this through the glass. Now you'll forgive me because while I'm not a soccer expert, My math, and again, I'm not great at statistics as the Pablo Torres example shows, maybe, but I was, like, the safest time to get some chicken fingers. (laughs) is at the very beginning of the game. Mm -hmm. Like, what are the odds? What are the odds (laughs) that the very first thing he does in his home debut is this tremendous goal that turns out to be, I guess, historic um, in this sense. I do want to
1: correct you, though. Uh, There are no stoppages in soccer, so I would say there's one, halftime, obviously. I would say the safest time is before the game starts. (laughs) Not when Messi is lining up to take one of the most single iconic goals.
0: Listen, what you don't know is how good those (laughs) chickens are. And the good news for me was that there were more goals that day. Yes, mm-hmm. and I saw those, and um, I also had more chicken fingers. I was gonna say there were also
1: more chicken fingers. There we go. So
0: it's, it is a um, I mean,
2: it's a great moment uh, captured and Chris Cody captured. I was this.
0: I was yeah, it was ironic to be captured by Chris Cody as I was being the most like Chris Cody I had ever been. Yeah, that's true. It's like f- truly like f- like that meme of a dad like carrying a bunch of like plates and stuff yeah. and like a vacuum cleaner. That was me with chicken fingers. Oh, also, man.
1: just to say, like when I found out when I saw this clip, I was like, no, nah, I get it.
0: Chicken fingers <laughs> over a goal. We're you can so see
1: goals good. any day of the week. I mean, they no? must have been
2: good because, I mean, I – I'm trying to think of when it comes to stadium food. We've been to a lot of stadiums, and 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 some of the soccer stadiums have some pretty good uh, uh spreads. Hospitality spreads Hospitality, are like, great. I mean, the first one that comes to mind, and I've never been there for an NFL game, but uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium or oh, Atlanta United oh, that, yeah. matches. What I mean. The best I think I've been around. I think um, you
0: got a Chick fil A in there too. They yeah, do. They but do. Not
1: open during NFL games because they're
2: outside. Right.
0: Us. Yeah. <laughs> because of the bigotry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. If
2: they could just get past <laughs> that little part. Uh, are, you, are you at least willing to meet us halfway? <laughs> <laughs> so the. Yeah. Um, uh, well, concuss them. Does that yeah, make it okay? Yeah, the I mean, uh, what was it? Minnesota
1: United had a pretty Minnesota shirt. had a pretty good spread. We've we've seen LAFC's uh, suites. LAFCs are pretty, great. Are pretty good.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. I want a couple other things. I want. Yeah. Let's
1: talk about like the the world of uh, sports television. Sure. Um. You still do work with ESPN?
0: Yes, right? I do. Around the Horn and PTI still on a okay. freelance basis. I show up uh, every week. And put myself at risk of being memed by asshole soccer fans. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. You're talking to two of them right here, baby. <laughs> We run
2: those accounts. Anything but. for the clicks.
0: <laughs> Follow us at Pablo Torrey Sucks. <laughs> oh, God. People still get in my mentions about that, by the way. Really? About the Premier League thing? Yeah, and I'm like, look, I get it, of course. Um, what's saddest to me is that my only move is to be the sad person who's <laughs> responding like there's more context, <laughs> yeah, there's like, more uh, to it. Yeah. I, said, I mentioned the Champions League. If, it's just you know, like, I think oh, for, for, for us,
2: soccer brings a a level of uh of joy and and community that I, you know, that that's why I I, I love basketball. I'm a big Knicks fan, but it never provided the community that I think you know, I'm an NYCFC. We're both NYCFC fans. That provided that it's just something that's very, very different. Is there any like if we can't make you a diehard soccer fan? Mm-hmm. What is the the thing that that brings out that diehard soccer
0: fandom in you? Uh, yeah, in what's yeah, more? yeah, 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 yeah. Um, when Asian people do stuff, let's go. <laughs> just any Asian doing anything. Manny Pacquiao was that for me. Yeah, like talked really. about. I mentioned before. Like. Um, speaking of uh, problematic people in terms of just, like, their beliefs about homophobia, who I'm yeah. just like, never mind that. This chicken sandwich is awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, Manny Pacquiao, Bro, this dude's taking a lot of punches to the head. So it was just- <laughs> it's unfortunate that he was literally elected senator. Yeah. And so it became even more... I was like, come on, Didn't man.
1: he also release, like a, like, a ballads album?
0: Oh, yeah. So I covered him. <laughs> so the first story I ever did for Sports Illustrated was a Manny Pacquiao profile. Um, it was the first real magazine feature I ever wrote. Um, because I was like, yo, I... I I think this guy is good and I know that because I feel my body like electrify. Yeah. I cry when they sing the national anthem before his fights and he goes and beats up a Mexican dude. Yeah. The executioner Mexican- <laughs> by the way it's not a random like Right, right. Literally, yeah. he, nah,
2: he was, he was it wasn't racist. It wasn't racist. He's he was concussing weird. those Mexicans yeah. consensually.
1: You're like, I cried. I felt it. I felt so passionate when he beat up Mexican dudes. He meant because That's he, right. he not, had to fight it, so many Mexican guys. In yes. the ring, not yeah. at the border. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just clarify. Although, although, if you've heard some of his thoughts, yeah. I don't think you'd be opposed to going to the border and doing it again.
3: Oh my God. Uh, and, but,
0: but, and likewise, By the way, when he got knocked out by Marquez and he became a meme, Mm -hmm. I was like, hmm, this doesn't feel good. (laughs) Um, But so that was, though, as I mentioned before, like what I didn't feel in soccer playing FIFA, I did feel like, oh, this is my avatar. Yeah. You know, like I felt like he represented me. It was emotional. And he did in all the genetic and ancestral ways. Um, But that has just blossomed into pretty much anybody I can find trace amounts of Asian in. Okay. Like you um, just
1: watching the Jabberwockies dance like
0: this. Filipinos. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Beneath those
1: masks yeah. <laughs> is this face. Yeah. <laughs> just All know. Of <laughs> All of them. <laughs> All of them. Bro, growing up, I used to go to a lot of Filipino parties and I'm like, yeah, sure you're not Jamaican, bro. There's some of this <laughs> is dancing. It was basement parties, we sweating. Yes. It was crazy. So, so okay. every dad would rip the door off their daughter's bedroom. <laughs> 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 this was a common thing. Every, every woman, every young woman in a Filipino house I grew up going to. Had beads or a curtain for a door mm. because the dad was pissed off. They had a boyfriend and would rip the door off the I hinges. Did. My
0: daughter's four, but that door is getting unhinged.
1: <laughs> You're practicing, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely.
0: Um, but so, but to your point about like the Filipino rituals at a party, like when I profiled Manny Pacquiao, I was embedded in his entourage. True, I was like blended in as a Filipino dude among literally forty Filipino dudes. Yeah, and covering boxing, by the way, is the best because you just Cause they don't care. You'll go to like a party at their hotel room, and it's just like, oh, the journalist is here. Whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get punched in the head professionally. <laughs> yeah. Don't hide the drugs, dude. No, for <laughs> real. Like, just like, yeah. There's a bar. We're gonna set up a bar at the. De- it was. It was. Um. It felt like almost famous to me. I was like, oh, this is the. This is how I got hooked into sports writing as like this. As this calling was, I get to do this, and I get to like be in these rooms. And so anyway, so part of what happened was. Uh, Manny Pacquiao would just sing karaoke all of the time. <laughs> it's not what you expect. And so he has a terrible voice. Yeah, but he is Filipino, and so he loves it. He has a number one album, though. No? Yeah, he has. He has. So much um, success as a recording artist. <laughs> he that has nothing sing. to do with his actual <laughs> ability to sing. Um, and it, so the other thing I did, because Filipinos love several things um, unhinging the doors of their daughters, karaoke, um, uh, and basketball.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Basketball, I mean, Filipinos, we love basketball, despite the fact that basketball does not love us. Mm. Right? So
1: it just not compliment
0: the... It's it's so... So ch- as a matter of fact, like in the Filipino basketball, uh, the Philippine Basketball Association, um, there are rules around like number of imports. And I believe there used to be. I have to check if it still is in place of like a height requirement almost of like... Because we're not, again, statistically speaking, it's not friendly to us this right, game. Right, right. <laughs> right. However, Manny Pacquiao loves it. And I recommend that all of us at some point uh, just revisit... Um, footage that's on YouTube of Manny Pacquiao shooting a jumper because it's a catapult. It's incredible. He's just punching the ball. (laughs) (laughs) But I say this because in the course of doing this reporting, and I covered him, and I covered his later Mayweather-Pacquiao fight for ESPN as well, um, as part of an entourage embedded member, um, I played pickup with Manny and, again, upwards of 40 other Filipino dudes. And um, these games... (laughs) Wait, did he play in the Filipino Basketball Association. Uh, I can't tell if this is an exhibition let me, or if. we just mute it so we can just look at the highlights. As a side note, like one of the teams is Blackwater, and I'm like, I don't know if that's the military yeah, contractor. Yeah. Or <laughs> the Derby Scale? Or yeah, maybe a very weird <laughs> sponsor to have. But that's Manny Pacquiao shooting at three, um, which way just like
1: it looks like if your four-year-old daughter threw something. Yes,
0: the four-year-old daughter whose door is now beads. If she she was asked to shoot at three, um, it would look like Manny Pacquiao shooting at three. It Uh,
2: went in. But this is like basically Obama playing basketball. So it's it's worse than that. No, Obama, his shot kind of went. No, 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 but I'm saying as far as how people defend against him. Yeah, so
0: that was my point actually, was that when I played pickup with him, it was actually like playing hockey with Vladimir Putin. (laughs) He was like, he's going to score a million goals, yeah. and all of us are going to nod like it's right, actually right. Or a being in an
1: uncle-killing contest with
0: Kim Jong-un.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to let him win, you know?
0: <laughs> okay. I mean, my man, he got moves. He, he has, but in, in, yeah, he's, by the way, one of the greatest athletes of all time, um, the greatest calves, I would argue, in sports history. Oh, okay. um, I mean, that's, that, Pacquiao. that's high praise coming from someone like uh, you. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but this dude um, is also uh, a dictator at times, <laughs> ideologically, and in terms of uh, how he is defended. Right, right,
2: yeah. I mean, he lost the ball there, and uh, yeah, that guy, that guy's never he, been he, seen he's again. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not seen his family. Again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, okay, shout so out to I Mary don't know pa-
0: why pa- I started talking about. Oh, it's who I root for, right? Right, right. 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 It was Pacquiao was, I think, the most. I haven't had a to sound like a eugenicist. I haven't had a full-blooded Filipino. <laughs> i really captured my heart in that way since, um, and I'm hope I'm hopeful. Okay, did you uh,
2: by any chance did you watch um, uh, or get a chance to see the the Filipino uh, women's national team during the women's World Cup? Yes, because they had an uh, incredible story, a historic uh, uh, run,
0: a historic run um, in terms of accomplishment, and also an amazing story in terms of how that team was assembled. Right, right. A lot some, like, of
1: American college students.
0: Yeah, and some, some again, and this is the trick of like. I mentioned the diaspora and all that stuff, but, like, what do you do when you're the Philippines and you're starving? Like, the Philippines love sports, obviously. So what do you do when you're starving for athletic success, but also um, in order to get that success, you need to be creative in terms of who's on your roster? So, like, the Philippine basketball um, national team, like, Andre Blatch was on the team, um, former Washington Wizards center, who is – a very sad uh, person to elevate your national program. <laughs> He's not Filipino at all, but they passed legislation to make him a naturalized citizen. Right. So anyway, in the world of soccer, I was like, oh, I, I know how this works. Mm-hmm. But what was my, there's a great story, I think on Yahoo um, Yahoo Sports about how it was assembled. I was jealous of this story. I didn't know about it. Um, it's a couple of dudes just like literally posting on message boards like combing the bios of like, yeah. co- to your points college soccer teams in America, and truly being like, I see a trace amount of Filipino right. in that person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then reaching out and finding out that, oh, some of them, they, they are containing those trace amounts and they would love to play in the Olympics and that's how that team came together and it's fucking wild yeah, for the yeah. world cup it was world cup, wild. Yeah, yeah. so Kinda awesome uh
2: yeah look similar to the premier league gaff you know what i mean yeah. this guy uh, <laughs> but the 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 uh, i i recommend i don't know if you have heard uh, between two worlds it's the podcast from uh, meg reyes yes uh,
0: yes 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 and and so if people uh, Yeah, she also covered this it's it's a
2: really it's an amazing great story. Uh, 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 uh podcast series about it so i uh, so i like i like hearing that i mean i i think the you know everybody gets into the sport in their own uh way and, and a lot of times you know it's why we have World Cups to begin with it is it is uh, the display of the sport it's how you get new fans most uh, especially American fans are always like oh I got into soccer because of the 2008 World Cup 2012 and, and there was a the player they liked and then uh, they, they ended up getting uh, uh you know uh, hooked Um,
0: so yeah Kyle you know. Beckerman radicalized me right right yeah. <laughs> people often say that I mean, the, those, dreads. those yeah. dreads I wrote a story bro. about Kyle Beckerman's dreads if you couldn't tell I was like that guy man
1: <laughs> so Oh, um, <laughs> well, they really put you on some wild assignments.
2: <laughs> Go to Manus <laughs> Talk about a white guy with dreads <laughs> Well, we're really gonna get a lot of soccer fans this way. Um, Pablo, we have to we have to wrap up, but I mean, we have so much to discuss. I, I, hopefully, we might have one time for a game of FIFA. I don't know. Oh, maybe man, not. you beat you, you, be, you
0: beat me as Street Fighter at the holiday party. Yeah, and th-
2: which is why I wore this shirt. Uh, I noticed. <laughs> There we Sonic
0: moved my ass. Got, unfortunately, got, I
2: got this shirt of a uh, guyum. But, yeah. I would like to exact my revenge at some point. Okay. When I don't have to go to work. Yeah. So, <laughs> for man, our for our oppressive we'll, we'll invite you boss. back and and we'll get some uh, a game of FIFA in. Uh so uh, you, so you can try to
0: get your revenge so I can play I, as I Leo li- Messi and not uh make that mistake ever
2: again. <laughs> Dude, Pablo, uh everybody just go check out Pablo Tory finds out. Imagine
1: your team scores a goal while you're getting chicken fingers. <laughs> Wouldn't that be hilarious? I, I'm going to bring chicken
0: fingers. <laughs> and got, play against I'm going to hold
1: them behind you the whole time. <laughs>
0: Come on, dude. This is my this th- that is my
1: fetish.
2: <laughs> all
0: right. Personally.
1: Well, you know what
2: this show's about:
1: <laughs> pleasing our guests.
2: Um, go follow uh, at Pablo Finds Out on all socials on yes. on, on X, Twitter. Uh, and Instagram and, and go do that. Follow Pablo Torre it's a great show. everywhere as
0: well. Yeah, Inhale no, my gas. <laughs> yeah, <I'm sorry. laughs> it's Please. great work.
2: I, I especially I mean you, you we had Dave uh, Sampson in yeah uh, yeah, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, recently and it was great and it was uh, now it's we Skipper we got to get Skipper on here as well because Skipper, I love John
0: Skipper authentically loved like. So my on my team at work, like, Ryan Cortez is now at Tottenham. He's yes. been radicalized over the pandemic. My brother, by the way, also. Like, I'm surrounded by people who just, like, love Tottenham now. Ugh, John yeah. Skipper is one of those people, but he goes way back. And so, like, he he, is a, he is, he's a very busy man, former most powerful person in the world of sports. Um, ran the most profitable media business in the history right. of media. He will walk by... A screen playing a Tottenham game and just stop and watch. That's how we get him in here. So, honestly, we got a series on a, of laptops. On a, yeah. no, we TV got. On, a,
1: on a fishing pole. Just playing. <laughs> <laughs> <Tandem> <laughs> highlights from the
2: eighties. That's right. We uh, we did get to meet uh, uh, Skipper with, with um, Grant Wall. Grant Wall, yes. the late Grant oh, Wall. He invited rate, us man. to um uh what's, what's the bar? Uh, Smithfield. Smithfield. Yep. Smithfield, and we would watch games, and that's where we met Skipper. But uh, watching uh, the episodes with uh, with that uh, with Skipper and Samson are are literally one of the most informative shows about sports I can't get oh, enough sporting of it. class yeah. it's absolutely remarkable I um, love
0: doing that with them they are both deeply um like actually intimately knowledgeable about things like it's yeah. to me as I, I said on the show once before it's like rich guy only fans right? <laughs> like tell me what it's like yeah. when you're buying a billion dollar contract yeah yeah it's a,
2: and it's a little um Yin and Yang, between them uh, and and, and, you know, and then you have to be the one knows how to say it in public and the other one could care less,
1: (laughs) (laughs) and I love them both Yeah,
0: but It's a great dynamic, um, sporting class, Um, but no, thank you guys, this has been legitimately like uh, super fun for me, and I'm glad to, uh, you know, exercise some demons. Um, that may or may not still be in my mentions. <laughs> all right. Well, it's about to go up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Maybe there'll be some kind ones, too. Yeah. Everybody, be nice L- to the Pablo. Love a kind demon. The soccer, yeah. the soccer community. Yeah. Uh, Pablo Torrey, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Everybody, uh, follow us at Soccer Cooligans on all social channels. Uh, you know, uh, be kind to us as well. That'd be great. They the deserve su- it. Hit, hit the subscribe button. Uh, uh, share the podcast. Tell your friends. Uh, we, we all love Pablo, so let people know, hey, Pablo uh, was on the Cooligans uh, in, in what might be a pornography studio, so uh, we'll definitely we'll see what happens. Also, on- Marcus, if you see us in your store in Orlando, don't hold it against us.
3: <laughs> okay,
2: join the Patreon for the exclusive Pablo content that you really want to see. Um, <laughs> all, right. all right, we'll be back uh, soon, everybody. Love Cheers. You guys. Say
1: goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy